Welcome back everybody to Chatterbox Kitchen and Bar Season 2 Episode 2 I am here back again with my boy Ben How's it going guys? Last episode was at Ye Old Fighting Cocks Yes, what a that lovely was place good. It was nice to record actually in the pub With great. the manager Ronan Yes, Ronan and other staff up there Yeah, top notch Maximum respect, it was a really good place A really cozy place man, I loved it bro We did forget to uh, pay our bar tab though uh, um, That does happen, we apologise about that But yeah, things did get a little bit blurry maybe, you know Let's hope they don't hold it against us, I'm sure I'll be fine. Um, we'll go sort that out this weekend, I think. <laughs> we'll definitely be back up there this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, introducing topics this week. So, we are going to be talking about reviews, I think. Yes, we will be. Um, we're bringing on a gentleman from Miami. Uh, he's actually Jamaican born, um, but uh, been through the whole hospitality in the industry. He has a wealth of knowledge. He's actually a family member of mine, and um, I love this guy to bits. His name is David, and uh, yeah, man, it's going to be great fun talking to him. He's going to talk about his shit, and then we're going to get into the nitty-gritty. We're going to go talk about reviews. It's going to be a really good podcast, man. Should we give him a call? Yeah, man, let's ring him in. Afternoon, Mr. Chen. Yo, David, man. Listen, this is amazing. <clears throat> I've been wanting to do this for a long time because I know <clears throat> you're the guy who's got a lot to talk about. So, 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 so I've been told. Yeah, well, <laughs> let me just say welcome to Chalabas Kitchen and Bar. And um, as you know, I'm here with my co host, Ben. How's it going, man? You right? Yeah, Ben, thank you so much uh, for having me. I'm just a little upset that I wasn't your first guest, but that's okay. <laughs> you, have to, you have to take that up with Adrian privately. <laughs> hey, listen. Sounds good. Listen, it's good to have you on, bro. Listen, um, as usual, like one of the things about the show is we try to lift the curtain on the whole hospitality thing. Um, we try to talk about it from a different perspective. Um, not really much a customer side, but from... The employee side, you know, the staff going up all the way up the ladder, you know. And obviously, we want you to share your story, your journey for hospitality. Your journey, how you got into hospitality, you know, to, to where you are now. Um, a lot, a lot of our listeners like to hear the stories and the the different aspects and the different views, man. So, yeah, man, if you could just uh, chime right in, go ahead and just uh, tell us, tell us tell where us. you started and, and how it happened for you. Yeah, I, I mean, how much time do I have? You have all the time. My journey is a, is, is, is a, is a long one. Um, well, I mean, Adrian, I don't know if you want to kind of give our background because I think, you know, our background really lends to to my journey and, and to my history in, in hospitality from growing up in Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. Kids, I've, always, you know, I've, al I've always said, I've always said um, that uh, growing, up in, growing up in the islands, growing up in Jamaica, um, we kind of naturally evolve into this kind of role, yeah? Um, 100%. Because, 100%. you know, if we grew up on the beaches, we grew up around, we grew up around tourists, essentially. We've been in the hotels as kids and that kind of stuff. And um, it, de it, definitely, it definitely preps us, yeah? Especially those of us who grew up on the North Coast. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, gosh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back. I'm definitely going to go back. So my... You know, aside from growing up with you, you know, Asian, I don't know if you remember, but my, my father, um, who was a doctor, he used to run the, the local hospital in St. Anne's Bay, uh, yeah. where we lived. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, in Mommy Bay, where we grew up, it's right next door to, at the time, it was the Jamaica Hilton yeah. Hotel. It's, since, it, it's evolved into many different hotels since then now it's uh, sandals duns river yeah um but on 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 the weekends uh, my father was very close to the general manager on the weekends especially sunday he used to go over and be uh the doctor that would treat guests right for sunburns ear infections jellyfish bites colds you know the usual yeah, yeah. the usual that, jellyfish and, bites and he yeah. used to take me yeah and yeah <laughs> and he used to take me with him um, and, you know, gosh, I, I must have been like four or five at the time. Mm -hmm. And while he was seeing patients, I used to have my run of the, of the hotel. I, I, I would go into the restaurant and I would have breakfast. I would go down to water sports and play with the guys. I would, awesome. um, yeah. 
you know, go into the lobby and, and mess around, uh, you know, go by the pool and see what they were doing activity-wise. So, and I used to go with him quite a bit. And I just remember, and again, back in those days, people staying in hotels was very different to the way people stay in hotels today. Yeah. Um, but I just remember being very intrigued uh, uh, with, with that lifestyle. Um, and the employees themselves seemed very, very happy, right? Um, working with the guests. Uh, you know, Jamaica has always been a destination that's very well known for its hospitality, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. because of the people, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of where I got my first, um, you know, uh, first insight into into the hotel life. First but, taste, uh, taste of hospitality. Yeah, my, wasn't wasn't yeah. one of your first wasn't one of your first jobs? Were you work? Didn't you end up working there at some point or doing something there at some point? You know, Adrian, you're, you're asking me to tell the story, but you're getting ahead of me. Oh, so, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sorry, dude. Slap me this on my is, hand. This is his <laughs> time, man. His slap, time. slap me on my hand, I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you know, this. I tell you, this story comes full circle, right? I mm. mean, it's, it's, it's quite, it's quite a, a unique one. But yes, Adrian, you're right. Mm. My first ever job, um, in hospitality was at that at that hotel. So you know, going going away to boarding school uh, in the UK where you guys are now, um, and and you know playing sports and you know going through that education, and then always coming back to Jamaica. I guess I kind of always knew that you know I wanted to work in in the hotel industry. Not really understanding what aspect of it I was going to work in. Whether it was going to be hotel operations, whether it was going to be sales and marketing, I, I didn't know at the time, but I know I wanted to work in the hotel business. Yeah. So, you know, finished my, um, you know, finished high school, uh, came back to the States, uh, ended up going to university uh, in Florida, uh, Florida International University, actually. Um, and that, that, that university specialized in hospitality. It's one of the top five universities in the country uh, that specialize in hospitality. So I, um, I started to study there, um, but you know, my, my mother and, 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 and father at the time said, look, you know, it's going to be a really good idea. If you're going to do this, you should you should really kind of understand what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, you need to know what you're, you're signing yourself up to before you go yeah. whole hog. Exactly. So I, you know, my, my first summer, I took a job at, at, at the then Sandals Dunk River, um, same hotel where I used to spend the Sunday afternoons with my father as a playmaker or an entertainment coordinator. It was, a, it was the best job for me, actually, because we were in charge of all the fun at the hotel. Yeah, you know, Sandals and Beaches, they're, they're adults only, couples only hotels. Uh, and we, you know, we worked 16, 18 hour days and our job was to make sure the guests were, were having fun. We had to be turned on everything from entertainment at night to, you know, uh, beer drinking competition at lunchtime, you know, wow. volleyball on the beach, anything that inv involved fun. That was, you know, we, we touched and we had a, we had a quite a large entertainment team. Was this, um, was this so sorry I, to interrupt, was this like an all-inclusive jobber or? It was, yes. Yeah, because it, it just reminds me of, um, I went to Mexico and for an all-inclusive and ended up behind the bar making cocktails for the guys just because you end up talking about these things and before you know it they're like oh i'll, tr I'll give you a go and, uh, try this cocktail um but yeah, i remember it, the guys there that were doing exactly. the entertainment and, and getting people to play darts or volleyball or stuff like this like they were always they had to be on all the time there was no like moment where you could like sneak into the back and or like you can't turn away and fa not face a customer as you can on a bar yeah. In a bar, you yeah. can turn around yeah. and be like, oh my God, and then turn back around and be like, hi, how's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it going? It's, it's so true. I mean, you really you really had to be on all, all the time. Uh, you could turn it off when you left work, but um, a lot of times, you know, you left and you were going home to go to sleep and uh, and you're getting back up early the next morning to start all over again. But I tell you, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it so much. I knew I was hooked. Um, so much so that the GM at the time, Louis Grant, said, you know, David, uh, you you did so well. We see you fitting well into this company. We'd like to offer you a training management program. Nice. And of course, I was over the I was over the moon. I'm like, this is perfect. This is what I I want to work in operations. I want to be on in, on in you know working on the hotel, dealing with the guests every day because it was fun. Yeah, man. So I can't, I remember coming home and telling my mom, um, and she's like, yeah, that's really good, but you're not going to do that. I'm like, what do you mean I'm not going to do that? This is this is my way in. You know, what are you? And this, I was just about to start um, college at FIU. And she's like, no, you know what? Um, you're going to keep going back to that hotel every summer and you're going to work the jobs. 
but you're going to get an education, you're going to get a degree, because if for some reason something happens and you fall out after three or four years, you want to back up. you're not three or four years behind. Yeah, I have, I have, I have nothing to fall back on. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, that, it, make, it makes sense. I mean, I've, I've less hospitality now, but I'm, I'm a handyman. Um, and I, I basically was working for agencies for a while because I didn't know I didn't have anything to fall back on my experience. 15 years, like my, my whole working life has been hospitality. I managed to find something that I've, I'm good at and I enjoy. But if I didn't have that, I got nothing. I got no education. I got, no, I got nothing to back me. So I, I get that point That's of view. Yeah, so, you know, credit to my mom. It was the right decision, um, it, you know. Um, so I was I was going to school, and in the summers I was coming home and working at the hotel. And then I also got a job in, in the Sandals and Beaches Reservation Center. Um, you know, I was working uh, part-time, uh, you know, taking calls, reservations, and, and things like that. And I, you know, I did that throughout my, my entire college career. Started taking hospitality classes, ended up graduating, um, uh, with a bachelor's degree in hospitality, went away to France wow. so you actually, for six months. I think you're one of the first people that we've spoken to that actually trained, like went to college for this. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I I did it because I, I messed up college and I needed a job quick, start, smart, you know? Um, and I know a lot of people that I've, I know and a few we've spoken to, it wasn't like they studied for it. How was that studying for it, like, as a, you know, a degree, a college did it take the you fun know, out I, of it or did it just were you in a position where you could just take more understanding from the training and and the understanding of you know how the system works you know and i, I think you guys will agree with agree with me on this one of the beauties of the hospitality school is whatever they're teaching has to replicate the real life outside of school you know, yeah, yeah. the teachers, the faculty, the classroom, the energy has to be the same that you would get in a restaurant, in a bar, or in a hotel, right? That's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, I and, and I didn't see it at first until I was with another friend of mine, and he was studying engineering, and you know, we he's like, listen, um, just come with me a second. I need to pick up something from the engineering school. So we went in, and we went into the engineering office, and the faculty and staff were there, and. And, uh, you know, they're like, oh, what's your student ID number? And he gave him his student ID number and gave him his paperwork, and he was on his way. And that was it. And, you know, it was building, you know, nothing great about, you know, how it was decorated, you know, no fun colors on the wall or anything like that. And then, so we went to the School of Hospitality. And, you know, we walked in, and it's a very bright and energizing office, right? Mm-hmm. All the staff know, know the students by name. Hey, David, how are you? Uh, how was class yesterday? You know, I saw, um, you know, I, I, I got the grades for your test. They were really good. Hey, do you guys want some coffee? We have some water in the back. The dean of hospitality would come out and shake your hand. How are you guys doing? How's the day going? Et cetera, et cetera. There's a warmth. There's an energy like inside the, the office. I missed a trick here because I hated the education system, the, the way it's all um, designed. Like, I can't sit there and have someone just speak at me. My brain doesn't retain any information. Whereas it sounds like they were just basically giving you life lessons but in a structure that you could use and obviously offering you coffee offering you water that is what hospitality is that's just that's and that's what you should do when someone comes over to your house that agent you came over you didn't want a beer tonight i was like would you like some like like i said like we kind of we grew up in this kind of environment because even i would say as we became teenagers or late teens going to early 20s you can david's mom she was a uh, what I would call entertainment, especially the big holidays, right? Yeah. Would go to her house. You, you learn hospitality from her. She was she's an amazing host. Uh, amazing host. She's an host. amazing cook. Uh, she's an amazing. I would go further. I'm not going to call her a cook. She's an amazing chef. Yeah. I mean the things that she did when we were kids, and I talk about it this day. Christmas is special to me because of what it what. What was there? To her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my kid. And um, the, that also was a part of the whole hospitality thing because we grew up in the islands and this, what your parents kind of did this kind of social thing. We're going to have, we're gonna have to go at some point because yeah. I, like, for me, like, I, 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 I'd like to think I'm relatively nice to people yeah. and I enjoy putting a smile on someone's face and hosting and, <laughs> and, and doing that kind of thing. But um, it's not as commonplace. But every time Adrian speaks about it, and clearly for you as well, David, it's kind of just like ingrained and... 
Like, it's just like this. This can be fun if we all make an effort, yeah. and and that's the way I see it. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and the, the classes and the professors. So the professors, they all had jobs in the hospitality industry, right? I mean, I remember my my one professor. His name was Percival Darby. He was a Jamaican guy. He actually knew my 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 father. My first class with him was sanitation. Okay, believe it or not, sanitation. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, I believe it. You know what he did? Yeah, what he did was he used to um, inspect restaurants. Right, so he would have hidden cameras, and he would go in the bathroom, stand in the bathroom, and watch the chefs come in and out. Did they wash their hands? <laughs> uh, how long they washed their hands? Where he would walk through the kitchen, and because he was an inspector, he was allowed to do this. But he, he was videotaping everything, so he used to bring that back to class and show us. Wicked. you know, um, and it was it was just really it was it was really interesting uh, just to, because you were seeing stuff that was relevant um, in the moment. Unlike another class, maybe you're studying something that is fifty or sixty years old. I'm seeing stuff that happened last week. I'm yeah. seeing examples of things that happened last week. And you know, my my education within hospitality was was broad. I mean, I did cooking, I did accounting for hospitality, which was the worst. That was probably my least favorite class, yeah. accounting for hospitality. Um, Operations was the other one I, did, I didn't like, but we did sales, we did marketing, we did conventions, we did we did law. The law class was very interesting as well. Yeah. Um, you know, and and the professor, he was actually the dean. He, you know, what we would discuss, we'd discuss actual cases that would happen within hotels. Yeah. And wow. one of the funniest, funniest cases I remember, um, uh, uh, and I hope this is this is this doesn't have to be PG, but no, 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 no wicked, but bring it let on, loose, let loose. <laughs> Okay, so there was a guest that was staying in a hotel, and he was in the pool in the evening. And you oh, know, I don't know where this is going already. Pool where where you plug everything in to clean the pool. He decided he was going to have a little fun with that, and uh, ended up getting stuck. Oh wait, <laughs> wait, wait! He tried to have a happy time with, stop, the, stop. with the pool section thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. <laughs> Wait, but uh, sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so I just wanted to register that that was what you said. He got stuck. It was. Okay, please continue. And and the funny part about this whole thing is he sued the hotel. What? Because he tried to have sex with an animal object. <laughs> Come yeah. on, man. And the reason why he won is there wasn't proper signage and please do not fuck the, the machinery. <laughs> yes, hundred percent. Oh my god! I would, I would, I would have been <laughs> said, please don't desecrate on our equipment. Well, I mean, there's that. He had the in, you know, intent to defecate, but well, you know, that's not kosher. I mean, you know, but he got he got stuck inside the pool uh, with his pants down. You know, but it it, ju- it just goes to show different aspects of how, um, you know, how, how things are a little bit different in hospitality, right? And especially on, on the law side. The law side was very interesting because, I mean, even even down to things like sexual harassment, which yeah. is very prominent. Uh, everybody's talking about it today. But sexual harassment doesn't have to be between um, two people like you and me, right? Mm-hmm. Like Adrian could be on the other side of the room, but just hear something that I said to you. And yeah, he's offended yeah, yeah. By it. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's oh a very God, it's a very broad yeah, scope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to be it's like, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh man, it's, yeah. that's like a so. So the, the 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 law class was fun, right? One of one of the other classes I took, it was um, uh, it was I forget what it was. It was it operations? I, I I can't remember, but it was with this other guy, this the same professor Percival Darby, who's a Jamaican, and um, one night I went out too late. And had a test the next morning, uh, and I didn't do well on the test because I just couldn't focus. Right, I was out. I was in college. I went and out it, your excuse was, "I was uh, just researching." Yeah, you know, so I failed. I failed the test, and 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 this was the first test that we took for the semester in next class. And then he started to go through, um, started to go through the answers. Uh, and so you know, we'd go through the questions and you know, multiple choice in hospitality. It, it, you know, it's very difficult to say this is the answer. So I wasn't hungover the day we went through the test. Clearly, right. so um, on the on the second question, I put up my hand and I said, "You know, uh, Professor, I said I, I do agree that A is the right answer, but there was an occurrence in my hotel 
because I was working also uh, at the Hyatt Regency downtown in Miami at the front desk. So there was an occurrence at my hotel. And that was very similar to the question. And this was the outcome. So that's why I chose C instead of A, because that's how the, that's how the situation unwinded at the hotel behind the front desk. And he's like, and he paused for a minute, and he goes, all right, I'll give you the point for that. Boom! And I was like, wait a second. I was That's like, nuts. What just happened? Right? That's amazing. So, so then, so then, so I'm like, okay. So we started going through the test again, uh, all the other questions. And long story short, um, I ended up going from I think a C to an A because what? I was able to argue my my questions. But here's the caveat to this: some of the other students cottoned on to this, right? They're like, okay, this is interesting. <laughs> so they would try and argue, and they would make stupid arguments, and he would take points away. Uh, because they were trying to, you, you, it's obviously a fake, a fake situation. So you're like, stop trying to game it. Yeah. Like he's telling me an experience. So, he can prove it. You're just, you're just trying to blag it. So no. Yeah, so basically, valid, you you, you went from a C to an A by stealing other people's points. I, I mean, I just, I just, I just used examples. I was smart enough to think back to my experience and apply the, and argue my points. You know, whether it was experience or That's just brilliant. common sense. That's brilliant, though. Right. But also, I, at the end of the yeah. day, if they're asking you questions about uh, hospitality and you've got real-life experiences, your answers can't be wrong if that's what's happened. Yeah. So, so every, every test after that, he then turned into what he called lawyer's day. So you could argue your points on the test if you wanted to. Wow. Um, but, but, but fully knowing that you could go up, but you could also go down. Yeah, like, so don't push it. But, but like, not, not to, to cut it, but what, what, where, what, what are you doing now? Because you um, you are working. I know you were doing quite a lot of traveling, right? And you've been working for quite a few different companies, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then now you ended up back at Sandals, yeah. What, yeah, were the com- what, what, what was the company you were working for before, though? Before you ended up back well, at Sandals. Let me let me tell you what happened after college because this is where the real this is where the real story comes in, yeah. right? And, and how I got how I got my my proper launch into hospitality. So, um, you know, I had mentioned I was working in the reservation center in Miami for Sandals, right? Yeah. Um, and coming to the end of my college before going away to Paris to do my internship, I was asking everyone, "Hey guys, I'm finishing up college. I want to go full time." How do I get down on property? I was asking all the questions, and nobody was giving me any answers. So the executive chairman of Sandals one night was in the office, and I had met him a few times. And you know, he you know he's Jamaican, like my father. Our parents knew each other, but we did, I didn't know him that well. Yeah. And he was in his office late. He was in his office late one night, and I said, "You know, Mr. Stewart, you have five minutes. I'd love to ask you something." He was by himself. He's like, "Sure, come in." Uh, and he, you know, he knew who I was. He seen me around the office, and I said, "Look, Mr. Stewart, I said I'm, I'm finishing up college this, this summer. Uh, I'm going away to do my internship, um, and I'd like to work full time with Sandals, but I can't get someone to kind of point me in the right direction." He goes, "Well, what do you want to do?" I said, "I want to work in operations. I want to be a GM." He goes, "Okay, but then when you come back from Paris, you come see me." I said, "Okay." Went to Paris, did my internship, which is another story I can, we can talk about for another time. Uh, it was a horrible internship. But I came back, and, uh, and he remembered our conversation. You know, this is, this is the guy who was running a multi-billion dollar company. Yeah. Remembered our conversation, and he says, he goes, okay, listen, you, I, I've spoken to some GMs. We're going to put you in a, a GM training management program. But before I do that, every general manager needs to understand how the business gets to the hotel, how the guests come to the hotel, and it starts with sales. So yeah. we'll put you on the road for four to six months, um, and then we'll bring you then we'll bring you into property and, and throw you into the program. Nice. I never made it to the hotel. I ended up spending six years in sales with Sandals and Beaches and moved all around the United States, territory to territory, account to account, um, because it turned out I had a knack for sales. I, I, I could talk. And, and people would listen. Um, and, and I never went into hotel operations. I ended up, and that's how my career in sales started. Because I was aggressive enough to kind of, you know, push for it. And then yeah. once I got in, the door open, I just, I, I just ran right through it and didn't stop. Whoa. So I spent six, I spent six years with sandals in sales. And then at that point in time, I had been with the company for 12 years. So 
six, and then uh, and then six years on in in sales. It's and, nice. Uh, it's nice to hear that you uh, didn't get to do. You didn't go. Like you said, I never made it back to the hotel. But it's nice to hear that it was because you you chose to like you were enjoying something else. You were good at something else, and you and you you know it wasn't like a oh they said I could do this, and then I just had to do one more month for this. Da, da, da. It was it was it sounds yeah. like it was more rather you were really good at it and you enjoyed it, and you were like well I'm gonna keep doing this. It's quite fun. Yeah, well they didn't they didn't want me to go. And you know Ben, I mean you have been working in, in, in restaurants and bars before. You that is a twenty four. Well, not really. It's a twenty-four-seven job because you have to be in before the clients. You, you're working holidays because everyone wants to go out and be drinking and eating. Yeah. And it's the same thing with the hotel, right? And the GMs that I knew, they're like, David, you're crazy. Why would you want to be working all your birthdays, Christmas, you know, um, New Year's? You have to work those days. You don't get those off in yeah. sales. You do yeah, yeah. sales. You, you're, you know, you, you. Well, you're done. You, you don't need to more, sell to anyone at that point because they're already in your bar or your hotel, and you and you get that yeah. you get you get New Year's Eve off because no one's going to respond. You're not going to get any business because they're busy already enjoying their time that you've sold them. Um, so yeah, well, I mean, I, see, I never really thought about that. Like I said before, I didn't do because I didn't go into education this is, this with is hospitality. The, this, is the, this is like the, I, didn't, I don't even know this side of it. Yeah, but really. see, this is the, this is the beauty about what we're doing because. I never think about that side of it either, you know. When we get when we get into the what I call the the circus of hospitality, the right? Circus this of is hospitality. The, the behind the curtain, all the all the intricate wheels that turn that that make when, the hospitality industry work, right? We all have our different roles. Like I'm a chef, you're a bartender. He's doing sales. He's in a different bubble. You know what I mean? Yeah. When we're in our roles, we're in our roles. We're not thinking outside of no, the. No, no, no. We're too busy. You know what <laughs> Life is just going, yeah, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah that, but you know, you know, they and 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 each of the jobs, Adrian, to your point, have different areas of pressure. Yes, oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, absolutely. You know, if, if, absolutely. If, you, if you don't mix a if you don't mix a good drink, you're screwed. Yeah, Adrian, if you don't cook a, a good food, you know, people aren't going to eat in your restaurant. Yeah. And then you know, yeah. for on on the sales and marketing side, if I don't sell, you don't eat. You well, don't well, actually, you don't um, if I'm good, if I'm good enough as a as a bartender. I can sell it on the spot. <laughs> so I'm taking. I'm just imagine winding you up. If, I'm just winding you up. No, 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 no. You know, you, but you're right. But imagine if you worked in a hotel that I was selling, and I couldn't get people to the hotel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be, I'll, I'll be forever yeah. cleaning those shelves. Yeah. So, but you know what? This is, right. and that's another point. That's another point because even though we're all separate in these separate uh, stations of hospitality or, or jobs of hospitality, right? One cannot work without other, right? Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't it's, do. it's like one cannot work, no matter how far his position may be or your position. Oh, how, yeah, be. how disjointed you are from yeah, each yeah. other. Yeah, you one cannot work without the other. I mean, we. I do want to get onto the reviews a bit in a bit yeah. in a minute. Um, well, it's just perfect what he's talking about now because it, he did mention like if you don't do proper jobs, this and that. The, the, there's a review aspect to it, right, David? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But in sales, right? Um, do you? I, I gotta ask you this question. Do you come across, or have you ever come across customers that? Of course, yes. Have you gotta finish this? You, you the, the, finish the, 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 have reviewed you for your job. Have yeah, you got someone's complaining? Yeah. Someone moan? Of course. Of course, you're only as good as your last sale. And 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 if you haven't yeah, had a complaint course. against you, mm. you're either no one's told you. Or you're oblivious because if yeah, you if you're I mean, good at your job, you're aware that these people, you know, people yeah. people will get people always get frustrated about something. Yeah, yeah. Look, you know, if 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 I if I what you drinking? You want something? Uh, water. Oh. Pellegrino. It's too early to start drinking anything heavier. You're still five miles um, behind. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Sorry, I completely forgot where you were. <laughs> No, that's all right. But you know, if, if I'm selling something and you guys can't deliver, and, and you guys can't deliver what I'm selling on, on in, in the restaurant or the bar or on the on the hotel level, you know, they're not going to go to you. They're going to tell. They're going to come to me and say, yeah. "Listen, guys, hey, hey, David, you, I just signed you up for this thing. I responded to your email. Yeah. You yeah. promised me this, and you, I got you, there, you, and it's not delivered. So essentially, you painted you painted this pretty picture, which is which is the fact, which is a picture that 
that is the reality we should be my face yeah and then they turn up and, and see your turn, face they turn up is in a whole different ball game and then it comes back up the ladder to you yeah so the way, the way we say it is i sell the dream and you guys execute the nightmare Right. I like so, that. That's not a good attitude to you have. Know what, you have know a little what. bit more faith in us, man. <laughs> no, Come no, on, no, man. I like that. I like that because it, it's, it's true, though, isn't it? It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, no, but have some faith. God damn it, man. You, you, you guys have the hardest job. But I've said, listen, when you go and eat Adrian's food, you it is it's like an orgasm in every bite, right? Ben's drinks will keep you going all night. You won't even feel hungover the next morning. That's how good of a bartender he is. But you're going to feel nice. And then they go down there and eat your food and get diarrhea. <laughs> and, then they, and, then, and, then they, and then they get alcohol poisoning for a week from me. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true, though. It's true. And like, it's like, okay, well, if David starts calling the next day, don't answer the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll have diarrhea as well because I would have eaten Adrian's food. You know what? I'm gonna eat some of this shitty food too. <laughs> yeah, fuck. You know, but yeah. but yeah, but I mean, re re reviews. You know, people live and die by reviews. Reviews make you or break you, unfortunately. Sorry, well, um, I, di I didn't want to jump in it straight away. But just before we get really into reviews, um, where are you now and what you're doing? Okay, so right now, um, and um, you know, I was I stayed within within hospitality sales all, all my life, right up until COVID. I mean, after Sandals, after I left Sandals, I went to work for small luxury hotels in the world. And nice. my job there was was um, was inspecting new boutique hotels to be brought into the brand, right? Oh, wow, so that must have been small luxury, quite yeah. entertaining. I, it was, I traveled all over the world and stayed in some of the best hotels. I bet, uh, I bet you saw some you know, weird and wonderfuls as well. I only I only saw the best. I mean, oh wow! The okay. Experiences that 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 were because it was a five star brand, right? So right, okay. And these are boutique hotels, you know, uh, fifty to hundred rooms, very high end, high touch. I mean, you know, uh, so I I spent four years with them inspecting hotels for the brand from Canada all the way down to South America. Uh, wow! Did some in Europe as well, um, and then left there and then went to work for a company called. Um, Kiwi Collection, which was doing something very similar, but they were partnering with with Visa Luxury Hotel Collection, and my job there was to, um, you know, position the hotels uh, uh, to the clients uh, as as um, as the best reviewed hotels. There's 2,800 hotels globally, the best reviewed hotels. So we went down, we knew them inside and out, which is why we could recommend them. Yeah. So very similar to 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 small luxury hotels in the world, but I was. I had much more hotels uh, uh, working with at the time, and then um, after that, I I, I, I was well. The, the company didn't do very well. If I'm going to be honest, the investors pulled out. So I was living in Vancouver at the time. I just got married. My wife was like seven months pregnant. We had to drive all the way from Vancouver back to Miami, and I worked for a hotel in St. Thomas um, uh, and did sales and marketing for that hotel. Changed ownership. They brought in all their own people. Um, and then uh, after that, I ended up working for Hilton and Resorts World. So I opened a new hotel in, in Bimini in the Bahamas. I was there for nice. three years. Um, and then my old boss from Sandals called me back. But he wasn't working at Sandals at the time. He was working at a company called Charisma Hotels and Resorts. So he asked me to come back uh, and head up his sales and marketing department. Um, for North America, working with travel agencies and tour operators like TUI and you know some of those. Yeah. Um, so I did I did that right up until COVID, um, and I don't we don't need to really discuss what COVID did. We all know what happened, but yeah. everybody lost everybody lost their jobs, yeah. myself included. So yeah. I ended up, you know, I, I mean, I went from working and traveling all over the place. Uh, you know, twice a month I was traveling on a plane, going somewhere, visiting someone, having a meeting, and then I so was nothing. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, so I, you know, COVID happened, and I ended up just picking up different consulting jobs just to stay relevant. Yeah, um, helped start up a few, you know, tour operator, luxury travel agency companies. Didn't really go anywhere, but it kept me in front of people in the industry. Um, and then I went to work for a company called Next Trip, which was a, 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 a technology company that wanted to go into the tour operator space and sell luxury hotels. So I helped get that off the ground. Nice. Um, brought in a new, you know, new booking. It was a bit different. I was chief.
chief commercial officer for that company. So it was my it was a publicly traded company. So it was very different working for it. But you but you managed to like stick, stick with uh, what you were doing to a certain extent in the hospitality, even yeah, through the COVID I, I, after the COVID I, I, scenario. I, I, yeah, I stayed with that, and then you know we we got the company up and running. Then we had some investors who were interested in buying the company because we had a lot of technology. So the investors came in, bought the company, and then they let they let us all go because they you know the investors want to bring in. They had a different idea of how they, yeah, 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 yeah. we had built up. Um, so it's a great idea. Thanks. We'll take it from here. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Uh, but you know, listen, they were they were they didn't just kind of like. You know, peace out. Um, again, publicly traded company, they have to do things a little bit differently. Yeah, so did, they, they did it well. We got a, we, yeah, we got a good payout package, and I had like I didn't have to work for like almost five months, so it was fine. But you know, in in that interim, when when that happened, um, I, that's when I reached out to um, to um, Adam Stewart, who's now the took over from his father. He's the executive chairman of Sandals and Beaches, and just sent him an email. You know, we'd always, you know. Kept close you know, yeah, on yeah, Instagram, yeah. not close, but but you know, just touch base every now and again. Yeah, re- remained in touch. Yeah, when his father passed away, I sent him a note. And um, so anyway, long story short, he I reached out to him. He called me uh, Sunday and I was like, "Listen, let's get on a call tomorrow. I'm gonna have my assistant set it up. I have a project I want you to. I want to talk to you about see if you're interested in, in running it." Um, so I said, "Fine," um, and that's how I ended up now where I am now, which is um, Island Roots. Island Roots is a we're, we're a DMC, a destination management company. So we, when you land in a, in any one of our nine destinations, yeah. right, we pick you up, we take you to the hotel, we plan all your tours. Oh, you do the whole the whole shebang. Yeah, if you want to do offsite events, um, you know stuff like that. Um, that's what Island Roots does. We're we're a DMC slash tour tour company. So when you were in Cancun, if you ever did any outside tours. Or if you ever did transfers to it from the airport, it was a DMC that handled it for you. Right, right okay, yeah. Um, to be honest, yeah, I'll be honest with you, I've never heard of a DMC. Right, until yeah, you, I, and I'm I, glad I, you explained I, what the D and the M and C standard for, because I wouldn't have known. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's a lot of acronyms in this industry. It's, it's crazy. But uh, I know my ones. But yeah, but, so, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. So I, 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 you know, he wanted to bring me on with my experience in luxury. We, he wanted to create a, a set of experiences that were just above and beyond the, 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 the norm. You know, if you want to go climb Duns River Falls, I could, I'll pick you up at the hotel, I'll take you to Duns River, I can take you by catamaran, I can take you by powerboat, but how do we build out immersive luxury experiences? Yeah. And that was my job. Um, so we, build out, we built out 12... That sounds like loads um, of fun. It, it, to, be, this, to become creative really like that and think outside the box and what's, yeah, what can we do that's I, I different mean, and, and better and more and yeah if, if you look at what COVID did you know after COVID was over the boost in travel was ridiculous but people were traveling very different people mm. were traveling like like this could be the last trip I take yeah, yeah or yeah. I, I you know I COVID made people think differently well I'm going to do this because you know when it, if life's too short I can't I Life's too short, so I'm going to do. Uh, I want more of an immersive experience. I want more of a meaningful experience wherever I travel, anywhere it is in the world. Yeah. So people were now traveling a little bit differently. Um, they were doing more private it. experiences because they didn't want to be around other people. Yeah, of course. Um, but they they wanted elevated private experiences, and now they were paying for it. Right. So, um, so I built out twelve experiences with the team uh, that really focused on super high touch more immersive experiences that put you in touch with the people the food the culture and this can brings us back to what we're talking about in jamaica again right like yeah. how people come to jamaica not not just for, for for the destination but for the people right for the beach for the ocean for, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. for, for bob marley yeah right so and and we are now delivering experiences where you can kind of touch that feel that taste that right? so I'll, give, I'll give you an, I'll give you an example um, we have a we have a powerboat uh, that holds about 12 to 15 people so if you're staying in Ocheres we'll pick you up by powerboat in the morning from your hotel and we'll take you to Duns River Falls before it opens so you have this magnificent structure this magnificent nature's wonder waterfall fresh from the mountains that you have all to yourself in the morning for you and your guests wow. your private client 
right? Yeah. And then we put you back on the boat, and we pull the boat right up on the in, in front of the waterfall, right? Because that's the beauty of the power boat. Yeah, you can do yeah, that. yeah. Really elevates the experience. Yeah. We get and discount from, stuff, from right? there. Yeah. We do get a discount. This stuff. And then, he's my. He's my. Yeah, uh, of course. Oh, no, I'm just checking. You know, <laughs> really? <laughs> sorry, sorry to interrupt. Yes. I, just, I was just like, this sounds <laughs> banging. <laughs> David, right now you're just selling it. Right now, let me yeah, say. I'm like, uh, well, I think I just want to pick you up on one point that you that you made about um, the food, the people, and stuff like that. Like when I went to uh, Mexico, when I've been to Albania, when I've been to Bulgaria, I've only done a couple of all inclusives. What I don't like about the all inclusives, I like the fact that the, you know the food's there and every wicked, 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 but it's, it's often like catered to all the English tourists come here, so we'll just give them bacon and, and blah, blah, blah. Um, I really like getting a bit more immersive, and I love the fact that you're saying things like you get to meet the people and try the food. Like, not, I don't want um, at the UK, but in a resort that's closed off in Mexico. I want to listen to music that I've never heard of. I want to taste that, food that, that's that I've the never thing, heard of. That's the thing, because what, what he's doing now, because there was a thing about all-inclusive resorts, um, kind of like... When I just I, think I just what, think it's what, good. I'm glad. I'm glad that yeah. That what it's he's out doing there. is more immersive. So but he's actually getting the people. Or what their company is doing is actually getting the people more out and more uh, intertwined into the deeper experiences of connecting with the people. Well, the natural, yeah, the natural, like, yeah. Like, rather than just just get sitting in a fucking bubble, exactly. And being like, oh, I'm in Mexico, but not because having what, to try to speak exactly, and or, or try a bit I mean, of food, or you know, if if you go to England. You want fish and chips. You want steak and kidney. Pie, you shouldn't. Right? Our national dish is a curry, for fuck's sake. No. You, you chicken tikka. No, no, apparently our no, most... Our tikka, mo- tikka masala. Tikka, 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 tikka masala, masala was, was actually... It's actually, it's a, it's actually... Well, it was. I don't know. It was quite yeah, a while ago. <laughs> tikka masala is actually yeah, supposed to be the national it, dish. It's because it's because we in, in the UK we don't flavour anything. Mm. So uh, just a bit of taste is nice. Mm. Listen, guys. I love my English food. Okay, yeah. so my I love my shepherd's pie. I love my fish and chips. I love my bangers and mash. I love my spotted dick. I love my English breakfast. You I should probably get that breakfast. checked out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. I couldn't. I'm, listen, I'm a bartender. I told you that you knew this when you walked into it. Fair, fair play. So you know, and, and, and you know, like you go to Mexico, you got to have like a taco. You 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 can't you can't have like. Uh, a, a ham and cheese sandwich in Mexico. You no, know, no, it's just, it's just rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's disrespectful. If you're going to make the effort to go there, at least try the the, the food, yeah. listen to the music, and not like the English yeah. version of the food. Like, so, go and so, order something that you can't Adrian, even pronounce. Yeah. I'm going to test. I'm going to test your knowledge now as a, as a yard man, <coughs> Jamaica, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. So what? talking about me. Experiences. <laughs> one of the experiences. <laughs> Okay, is it's a private dining experience with two sisters. They're Russo sisters. They're Jamaica, and they're somewhat celebrity chefs in Jamaica. And they own they own a restaurant up in Harmony Hall uh, called Summer House, right? Mm-hmm. And they they sit down and they cook in front of you, mm-hmm. and they cook with you, and they talk and they talk to you, right, mm-hmm. about the history of the recipes, the history of the cooking techniques, and how they came to be. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't know this, and I I was I was pretty I was very like ashamed that I didn't know that. Um, so jerk pork and jerk chicken, they were cooked, no, but they were cooked underground. Yeah. That was the original cooking style. Do you know why it was cooked underground? To hide the smoke. Oh no. Okay. I didn't know that, but hide the smoke from who? From the, um, the, was it the English or the, whoever, the, whoever, whoever had the, I didn't do shit. Manchester's my have. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize that. So when the slaves used to escape into the mountains, they cooked everything underground yeah. because they didn't want the smoke to show their position. To, to be like to a the signal, British. yeah. <clears throat> to, to be honest, I, I'd read up about it a while back because once people started getting to know me, they started asking me history about Jamaica. I didn't want to look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes, so, that, so sometimes, so, you had to, you had to read it so sometimes, sometimes I said, you know what? Because when I left Jamaica, just like how you say I didn't know that, I didn't know that. I didn't know. And there's probably still a lot of things I don't know, honestly, about the culture. I wish I wish I'd know more. But I have, when it comes to like the food aspect, I did kind of, I've read up on a few things, uh, you know, about um, 
the whole jerk and our traditions and where it came from and blah blah blah. So I I do yeah, make sure. I, I say, even even a lot of the flavorings, the food, right? It's not it, it's Jamaican because that's it's involved from the slaves coming into Jamaica from all over the world, from from Africa, from you know the, the from French colonies, Spanish colonies, uh, you know, and so the food techniques and the flavors and the spices they all were a mishmash from other areas when they came to the Caribbean. Right? Yeah, because so, we have we have um, we have a big influx of so much cultures in the well in the latter state in the latter stages when there was immigrants, the Chinese, the Indians, um, yeah. all the different cultures to what to what make Jamaican food what it is now actually because uh, exactly you know so imagine imagine sitting at, at a at a private table where the chefs are cooking in front of you and telling you these stories yeah. right they're not just you know because you Adrian you know you go into a nice restaurant and you have a you have a menu it's set up here's a set menu enjoy the food but you don't know why the chef came up with those recipes what was you know his what, story behind what, it what, or his what, feeling yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Like, and, and when and when you come to Jamaica we can provide you with these experiences right so you walk away with a history lesson and you walk away with you know like you you, you feel a little bit smarter and damn you ate some good rotted food yeah right? yeah yeah because um, um, there's quite there's quite so, a few um a few um new I don't remember this other restaurants called us up in the hills there they're doing like Stush in the bush. Stush in the bush. I've I've heard about them, and it's how it's a really, really, I guess it's high high end, um, vegan, 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 yeah. rasta rasta thing kind of thing, right? It 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 is, and the, the, he's Jamaican. His wife, which is a, a black American from New York, lovely lady, and they came together and they built this restaurant in the hills in uh, just above Priory, like outside. Yeah, yeah, that's where it is. Yeah, up by know, Bamboo, for, Bamboo uh, side up there. Yeah, yeah. For anyone who doesn't know Jamaica, it's maybe about maybe twenty minutes outside of Ocho Rios. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thanks for that. And about and about an hour and forty five minutes from Montego Bay, but on the north coast. Yeah. But they, they when they when they one of the tours that we offer with them when when you show up to their restaurant, you know they take you through their farm because it's farm to table, legit farm Whoa, to table. Wow. Yeah, everything yeah, everything yeah, yeah. else is vegan. So he's taking you to the farm, and you're eating food off the vine. You're trying peppers straight from. Um, you know, the, 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 the you're, you're, you know, and then he's putting stuff in his basket. You know, I'm so literally salivating. This sounds amazing. Yeah. And then they take you up into their kitchen and, you know, we've all made pasta sauce, right? And, you know, you're sitting in the, in the kitchen with your grandmother and she says, uh, she's adding stuff to it. She's like, taste it. What does it need? And that's kind of what they take you through the evolution of the food. And then they sit down and they eat with you. Wow. The guy's about how, how his... His Rasta religion plays into the food and wow, what it means to him. No, that's right? that's so I, I want because I read about. I want to go when I go. I'm actually going to go down this year, and I want to go there because I want to experience it. I might take you with me, um, Ben. Cause, yeah. Um, I want Ben to experience the the island culture. Yeah. I th I think I, th I think it would I'd enjoy. I, th it. I think it would really appeal to him. Um, I like people. But um, David, not to Russia because I, I we, we're coming up on the. The hour mark here, which we, which I think this is this is one of the really good podcasts because you share quite a lot of knowledge. Well, no, what, what's, think, anno what's annoying is that yeah. we're trying to do topics, but yeah. I really enjoy just chatting about people's did, experiences. I think, I th one, 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 one of the things, <laughs> like literally, I, I said, "Oh no, we don't need to go into topics yet," yeah. and then we've just all got carried away. And but I'm like, "No, what? we're trying to put a topic in." God damn it! But you know what, Dave? Well, there's a few, <laughs> there's a few people that we're having back on because a few of the, there's a few of the guests that we've had before. Um, that we had really good interaction with. Well, I'm thinking we just you know? we just pause it and we'll, we'll continue this and conversation. Then, um, and then, um, and then, um, I want to maybe for you to come back and we we kind of ding on um, I mean focus on something, you know. Listen, I have a, I have a lot to talk about. I told you my internship in Paris was horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, we yeah. do have to get into we that. We can do a, a topic on that too. You know yeah. what I mean? But I, I definitely want to bring you back because um, a uh, homeboy homeboy from Curacao. Um, Adrian, was his no, name? No, Adrian. Adrian. The, yeah, Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, sorry, uh, sorry. Um, that the dude, dude, that got plastered in front of the the tram. Um, and some of it was, wasn't funny though. It wasn't. I funny thought it was a time. funny story, but I'm going to laugh terribly. about it now. But anyway, so anyway, Dave, I want I want to want to bring you back on because there's so much more we can get from you, and I think people should hear all these different sides. You know. Yeah. Do 
I get to tell my embarrassing story? Please, I, this is what I was. This is what I was leading to. Please, I'll, please tell your share your story with the world. I we want to hear it. This story involves you, Mister Chin. Shit. Yes. Shit. Shut up. Shit. Shut up, Adrian. Shit. Okay. Yes. So when we were, you know, I, I always envied Adrian growing you know, because Adrian Adrian lives in this beautiful house, you know, and he had a he had a playroom full of toys. What kind like, of toys are we talking? I mean, I, I mean everything. Oh, like, you a kid? Oh, kind of Sorry. You can imagine a, a, a kid would have not those kinds of toys. Right, 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 right. He's a child at this point. Um. So I mean, from Legos to remote controlled cars to I mean, you know, Adrian had a I had a room. Right, that I slept in. Even in a room that he slept in, another one that he played in, right? Wow. So um, so we, we used to hang out in the room all the time. But one day, Adrian was like, I'm going to be Frankenstein, or the, the doctor that brought Frankenstein to life. He's laughing lots right behind, now. I was fully behind him on this, you know, because we're like, all right, you know, a lot of his toys were, were, were broken, and we said, we're going to bring them back to life. And it was a, it, it was it was a stormy day. So we said, you know what, we're going to get all this electrical wire, hook it up to this remote control car or truck or whatever it was. And wow. we were going to attach wires to it and throw the wires outside so lightning could hit it. Serious, this it happened, this actually again. happened. This this happened, it's a true story. Um, so we did, we, we got all this wire and we put we, we put it, attached it to an antenna, threw it outside the wire. It was a, it was a legit thunderstormy day. And we, we the, went to the car, and then from the car, we put another wire into the electrical socket. Well, that's a great idea. Of, of, of the world. No, listen, we were like, what, seven or eight? eight yeah, somewhere around there, yeah, yeah. So this is pretty ingenious, um, actually. <laughs> listen, Ben, we, we were going to change the world with, our, with, our, with the way we were going to make this car move, because the car was dead, right? So, so were all the toys I, as well. So, yeah, yeah. So we just, so we, you know, we, we waited and we got bored waiting. Um, and so said, so that I, could, I couldn't believe it. Lightning struck this thing. No, and, and, F- and fuck came, off. It came no. inside. Yes. I, I, this is true, true yes. story. And the car moved like about an inch, but I think that was just from the electrical charge. that, that, that You electrocuted the whole vehicle and it jumped <laughs> a bit. But you remember I told you from the car to the electrical socket in the house. Yeah. Right? So not only did we make the car move, but he blew out the electricity in the entire house. Well, we did it. Motherfucking scientists. I, I mean, we lost all the electricity in the house. I'm like, Adrian, I get home. I will. <laughs> yeah, I'm going back to my room. <laughs> At least I've got lights. There was no electricity in the whole fucking house. He was shit scared and so was I. I was like, I'm out, peace. Peace. Yes. <laughs> I got heat in, I got lights at home. Your house was nice when you when you had electricity. Shit now, I like my room. Oh my god, I, I, I remember that story because it was a little, it was a little, it was a remote controlled car thing and oh my god, I can't, I was shocked. I was, I was more shocked by the fact that lightning actually struck the so damn was thing. your house. Yeah, yeah, and the car by the sounds of it. That's listen, nuts. Listen, I, listen. We have we have a lot more crazy stories we can share. So there's gonna be a part two to this, yeah? Yeah, it has to be. Has to be. Hundred percent. Yeah. Look, guys, I I love this. This was so much fun. I could do this like all the time. Yeah, man. No, are we, are I, th- we, I think this yeah. is why we started it because most of the time we just end up chatting, um, and we like talking to other people in the industry because everyone's got a take on things and a you know, different perspective and, but. I, I mean, I, I'm not in it anymore, but I love it. It's, it's part of my blood. Um, so I've always got something to say. I've always got, like, you know, an angle. I'm always talking about hospitality. I don't work in it, but I'm always talking. So we'll definitely get you back on. In fact, what I was saying before is that we'll pause this and we'll call the end of the episode in a minute. Yeah. But then we might just record a bit more afterwards because I feel like the chat's quite nice. Yeah, no problem. That's, that's, that's cool. Um, uh, one, of the, one of the things that we also do, David, if you want to give a shout out to yeah. anybody in your work area, your industry, or anything you want to plug, you can plug it now. Yeah, look, I mean, anybody traveling to any of our nine destinations in the Caribbean, right? Jamaica, St. Lucia, Antigua, Bahamas, Turks, Grenada, Curacao, St. Vincent. Uh, you know, you want to do some excursions, check out islandroots.com. 
So um, islandroots.com, yeah? Yeah, R-O-U-T-E-S, not R-O-O-T-S, right? So island roots, play on words, right? Yeah, but got we, you. Know, yeah. you know, we, have, we have over 600 different excursions and adding more every month um, that, you know, that you guys can take advantage of. Our newest one is going to be in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. And those excursions are going to be absolutely insane. I mean, we're talking about sailing to Canoan Island to play golf on the golf course, have lunch, and then sailing back to the hotel. Why am I in Hemel Hempstead, man? You know, we can take the podcast to the Caribbean. Yeah, just fuck it. We'll do it from there, man. It's fucking very I can fix stuff there. People need stuff to fix in. Yeah, yeah. Bro, this is... So, it's islandroots.com? Yep, islandroots.com. Okay, and then... There is there like a Facebook page? Is there also an Instagram and all these things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can look us up on Instagram and and and, and Facebook. Uh, you know we have we have a lot to share. So ah, uh, bro, listen, David, I love you to death. Tell Mops I send my love. Tell Kim everybody I send my love. I'm really happy about this one, bro. And to be honest, I'm really happy to talk to you some more because this is one of the things why why we started this. And my whole idea for this was, like I said to you, I wanted to just kind of lift the veil on hospitality and talk about the experiences behind the curtain that people, general people, general public don't don't generally know about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, you are one of the key players in this industry. And yeah, bro, thanks a lot, man. I love you to death. Thanks for coming out. Well, uh, we'll do reviews another time then. We'll do reviews. Yes, part, we'll do reviews on. Part two, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do reviews on part two. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I will like. I will make myself available to be on this uh, amazing show with you two great guys. So no problem. Thanks for being here, man. I really enjoyed it. Really appreciate you taking the time. Anytime, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, bro. I'll talk to you a little later. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. Bless. Respect. Take it easy, mate. Bye. Well, can I just say something very quickly? Yeah. As much as I want topics, I do get carried away. No, it's very hard. It's hard to because when people like this. Okay. No. Here's a question for our guests. Yeah. Do you want some topics? Because can you end this, please? I'm quite happy to. Oh yeah, sorry. I'm quite yeah. Sorry, sorry. My apologies. I'm quite happy to uh, to chat away, but I thought maybe topics would engage people more. Stuff like this, but to be honest, I'm, for me, this is all I want to do. I want to chat and I want to learn about people think, and experiences. I think, I think we can intertwine it though, because I think there won't be no per- uh, topics are good. We need that because people can relate to, like you said, and people can have a discussion point about yeah. this. Yeah, that's what I want. I want opinions and stuff like that. So we have to have that, but I think in between that, there's just going to be episodes where it just ends up being a free flowing. When, when was the last topic? There was never a topic. No, no. We, we, we've been <laughs> trying tra- to do it. We keep chatting away. When, when you dive into somebody's story, yeah, we just, you get carried away. You know what I mean? Right, enough, that's enough behind the scenes nonsense. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Um, that was awesome. We will do it again with David. Yeah, we're going to call David back. Um, um, and we're going to bring... Um, um, basically, everyone we've had on back. Everyone back as well. Um, next episode, I'm going to be bringing a chef on because I need to get a chef on so we can get pers- perspective from behind maybe the scenes. Maybe I can, yeah. maybe I'll interview you at some point. Yeah. You, you could do that. Interview me. Oh, great. And, and vice great. versa. Yeah. Anyway. I got some um, stories to tell. Shut up. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, do the, uh, the end bit. The Guys, um, okay, we're coming to the end. Obviously, Ben's rushing me out of here. Um, please, again, like we said before, every episode, like, if you're in the follow. industry and you're working with your team, check on each other. You never know what somebody's going through. Sometimes just saying to somebody, how you doing, can take it a long way, can make a big difference to their day, can make a big difference to your work colleague, which will end up making a big difference to your work day. Yeah? Absolutely. Please also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We, we are, we are Chalabas Kitchen and Bar. Uh, the plug is the same for all of them. Yeah. Apart from the email. Apart from the email, but well, we can't change that. It's Chatterbox Kitchen Lounge at gmail.com. Um, we do we're looking for some anonymous stories that you can share with us. Anybody has an anonymous story, you want to share something, send it to us, we'll read it out for you. You don't have to tell us your name. 
for setting us a factual story or something crazy that happened, we want to put it out there. Yeah? And please leave uh, comments. Like if you want comments. us to delve into topics, a specific topic, if you want us to get someone back on, if you want, you know, anything like this is not. If you want to get on the podcast, yeah. give us a message. Give us a shout. Yeah. Like this is basically just a chat between a load of hospitality yeah. people. So yeah. It's it's kind of this yours as much as it is ours. So this, bring it this on. This is for you to, to to release and let go, man. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Thanks right. a lot, guys. Peace we'll out. See you soon for episode three. Peace out. Alright boys and girls, finish up the drinks, we don't care where you go, but you can't stay here. Alright, who was that?